Welcome back for the second episode of the Liberty Esports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Mattis, here with Jason Garris and with our founder of Liberty Esports, Mr. Jaden himself. Uh, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about the history of the program, how it came to be, um, and we're going to go. We're going to talk about some pretty fun stories that that came about from the program being started. Uh, Jason, go ahead and uh, introduce our guest today. Hey, Chris. Uh, so today we've got Jaden Shaw, who back whenever I came on campus as a freshman, I was looking to find more esports stuff to do, get involved, get stuff going, and I found Jaden as, um, who had been a friend of mine from like eight or ten years ago, whenever we lived together, and we got reconnected here at Liberty and started working on this esports program together. Um, he's been really big in the Call of Duty scene, been following that for years, um, got involved and started the College Call of Duty League on the side while also running Liberty Esports and doing a lot of, uh, a lot of fantastic stuff in esports. How are you doing, Jaden? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Not too bad. I'm doing pretty good today. So, um, I, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was kind of, uh, Liberty Esports, um, conception, like how it, how it began, um, what, like, what were the, what was the climate and the situation like that kind of brought, um, forth, uh, the program when it did? I know it's a kind of recent program in terms of, uh, like when it started. So, uh, I, I just want to hear from you two, uh, how did, the, how did it all like kind of come to be? So in the spring of 2017, um, I came on campus as a freshman and I was really big into Dota as I mentioned last episode, and uh, I found a couple of guys who were also playing Dota, and we started playing together a little bit. And we actually found our, found each other online through a, uh, a Reddit thread about finding other guys at college. And so eventually I reconnected with Jaden because since we had known each other a long time ago, I was looking to find you know other friends on campus and reached, reached out to him to uh, say hi and realized that he was big into sports management and looking to do stuff in esports. And I basically said, hey, Jaden, I don't really know what this looks like, but do you want to be the manager? And he fantastically took that and ran with it. So, Jaden, you were playing Dota at this time? Absolutely not. I was not playing Dota. No way. I had never, I had never uh, played Dota in my life. I didn't know what was going on. Um had never used Discord before. Um, I basically grew up uh, just playing COD, and I grew up basically just in the in the COD scene. And actually, the year before, um, Jason had come to what Liberty calls CFA, which is a like a weekend that you can come to um, as a as a student that might come to the school, and you can kind of get a feel for the school for the weekend. It's a pretty cool program, and he actually stayed in my dorm just because. We were neighbors in third grade, and that's um, that's how we knew e- each other. So he came in, and I found out that he was a really good Dota player, and I told him that at that time that I, that I wanted to go into esports management, and that if he knew anything or if he wasn't on any, any teams that needed a manager to to let me know, because even if it wasn't in COD, I was going to take the job. So I had kind of forgotten about it, and it was like a year passed, and then the next uh, fall came around, and and he and he showed up and, and texted me, and he actually rode his bike over over to my dorm, 
And he was like, yeah, uh, I found some Dota players, and you should come manage us. So I started watching Dota. I started learning the game, trying to figure out um, what was going on so I could best watch and try and best um, help them out. And I became super good friends with all the guys on the on the, on the team, and that's kind of how, it, how it, it went from there. I've still never played Dota before. <laughs> you haven't even played a single time? <laughs> no. Actually, I might have played one time. Um, it was it was a fall break, and none and nobody on the Dota team went home for break, and they forced me to play one game, and I was really terrible. So yeah, I that was forget, that I was real funny. That, that day happened. I tried, tried to forget try, that that day happened. Trying to teach Jaden how to play Dota at like two or three in the morning, and we're just all like tired as all get out, and it it did not go well, but it was it was entertaining. I was not having fun. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, Jaden, you began to you began to manage um, kind of the Dota team at that point. When did uh, when did your managing uh, turn from just uh, kind of smaller scope of one Dota team uh, at Liberty University kind of turn into the bigger conglomerate of uh, Liberty Esports? What was what was that path like? Um, so I went onto the website, which was uh, Collegiate Star League which was hosting the Dota Collegiate League at the time, which I believe they still are doing that. Um, and I went to sign the team up, and I realized that they were also offering a Counter-Strike League. And I had met in my first... Actually, um, my first class I ever had at, at Liberty two semesters ago, or t- two semesters before that in fall 2016, um, I had met a friend named Austin or Jexy, and he told me that he played CS. So I kind of hit him up. I hadn't I hadn't talked to him in a year. It was kind of awkward, but I just messaged him and said, "Hey, do you still play CS?" And then he said, "Yeah." And then I ran into him in um, at Subco on North Campus one day randomly, and I was just like, "Hey, you should get a Counter Strike team together. This could be really cool. I'll be your guys' manager the same way that I'm the Dota manager, and this can kind of evolve from." LU Dota into LU Esports. So then kind of once that second team got picked up is where I started to develop the division, the vision for the Esports club in my head. And so, Jason, where where were you during uh, this time when were you the one actively playing on the Dota team? Yeah, so throughout this whole time, I was always playing on the Dota team. And we it's it's been kind of interesting because Jaden and I have had this like kind of loose going back and forth of who's in charge and like working together like this this odd partnership maybe and so i at the whenever we started actually thinking about making this into a real program and not just playing dota we eventually decided that um we wanted to go for making a a club under the student government um, making our own esports club, and that Jaden would be the president and I'd be the VP, um, and so we kind of ran, started running in that direction, and with this loose, since we were both at the time we were both very new to anything esports and like how managing a team worked, so it was loose, like loosely working together with, and and in some ways, it's kind of been a not really. It wasn't like Jaden was in charge and I just did anything he said or the other way around. It was this kind of loose partnership of working together on it. 
Yeah, because I really, I really had a good understanding of things from more of a business perspective and how to, how to really do things out of game really well. But a lot of things that I struggled with was, um, I don't want to say relating to players because I've always had a good relationship with players, but um, I've never really been too much of a competitive player. Like I. My introduction to esports was basically as a manager, as a business person. So there's a lot of stuff about the esports community, especially on the grassroots side, that uh, Jason's had to sit me down a lot of times and be like, yeah, it can't work like this because of this, and it can't work like this because of this, and that's just how the community works. And I've definitely been able to learn a lot from him in that aspect. So... um the the Liberty Gaming Club was a separate entity from the esports um, initiative, uh, and that kind of existed before before the esports initiative, correct? Yeah. So what when? I guess maybe not when, but or sure when. When and how did the um, did those two like ever kind of like piggyback off each other or like? What was well, I guess what I'm asking is what was Liberty Esports' uh, involvement or um, contribution to Liberty Gaming Club? What was the relationship there at the beginning? So this is this is kind of um, a funny story, and I think I would change the way I went about this if I could rewind time. Um, so I've never really been too much of a gamer outside of esports. Like I've always been interested in competition, and I've always loved esports. But like when it comes to single player games. Um, stuff like that, I haven't really been too much of a gamer in my life. So I kind of showed up to, to, to the eSports club, and or I, oh, I showed up to the gaming club one night, and the then president, um, Logan Baxter, I talked to him and I said, hey, this is kind of what I'm doing. We have a Dota team and a Counter-Strike team. Um, I want to start an eSports club that's under your branch. And he was like, well, the best I can do is I'm looking for a secretary so you can join the club in the secretary position. I'm like, all right, that works for me. So I joined and he told me what I had to do as a secretary. And I'm going to be honest with you. I did zero of those things. I was supposed to come to all the club <laughs> meetings and I never went to one club meeting. I just kind of sat in my dorm and did my own business esports thing. I was working probably 40 or 50 hours a week on it at the beginning and that's I didn't do any of my duties, but then when I showed him how I had gone crazy with with the program, I I kind of got forgiven for not coming to club meetings and not doing anything that a secretary is supposed to do. <laughs> that's funny. So he just basically took the position, but didn't like really lean into it at all. Oh, I ran with it very hard, but in my own way and <laughs> not in the way that I should have. And thankfully, it worked out because. I think that it worked out for the best this way, but had it not worked out, it would have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, so that was in the the spring of 2018. We, um, I had always been like loosely connected with the gaming club. Um, I had actually found them whenever I came on campus to, for that Seafall event that we mentioned, and I, so I was going to some of their events. Uh, had made friends with Logan, and so we we kind of kept we we being underneath the gaming club allowed us to do stuff like making room reservations uh places for us to practice 
and so we kind of ran with that but that spring we didn't really have much other than a very very loose affiliation with the gaming club um we were kind of kind of doing our own thing and in fact there wasn't even really any mention of our program in like any of the social media or on the gaming club webpage or anything like that so it wasn't until the next we were, year that we were kind of growing off of our own twitter at that point yeah so it wasn't until the next year where over that summer of 2018 the uh logan graduated and his vp was supposed to replace him in the club but his vp ended up not being able to come back to liberty for financial reasons so logan was kind of scrambling around trying to find a replacement club president and he i think he had less than two weeks to find a new one or else the club was in trouble so he reached out to me over the summer and basically said hey jason y'all have done good logistics and organizing with this up-and-coming esports program do you want the whole club the whole gaming club yeah <laughs> and i'm like I, that that seems like i don't know it <laughs> seems like a yeah. lot to manage so what, what was your answer to that yeah so i i was at first a little nervous because i had i had no clue what i was doing with the club and but i joyfully went went into it and i think i really leaned i think i really leaned into it well but the the first that that fall semester was extremely uh rough because usually whenever you're bringing in a new club president you have them be vp or secretary or something like that for yeah, a while somewhat involved for a little bit yeah spent like at least a semester or two kind of seeing how the club works and it was even harder for me since i came to some of their the like general club events but most of my time was spent with the esports program so i didn't even really have a full understanding of how the various communities inside the club functioned and trying to run events and help them organize things and get budgeting figured out and it was that first semester was was rough trying to run the gaming club and also work with Jaden and all the esports stuff. Yeah, but, to be th- to be thrown in something like that, it seems like a tall order for sure. To even like to to kind of juggle both programs at that time, um, that definitely <laughs> I, I I empathize with you. It seems like something that would be uh, pretty difficult to manage. Um, so. This might be a semi-touchy subject, kind of uh, segueing into. But at this point, um, Liberty Esports uh, program is uh, definitely has its uh, definitely has its legs, uh, is developing, and uh, eventually becomes what it is today. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, university support, uh, <laughs> both with uh, kind of at its at its conception and, and a little bit today. Um, but I feel like uh, 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 Jaden can um, can add a lot to the conversation of uh, university support in terms of um, like where it started and, and how it's how that's been going. Um, so go ahead. I mean, just kind of like dive into that, really. Yeah, I definitely handled all of the university support in the first, I would say, year and a half, maybe year ish. Um, and Jason has definitely handled most of the more uh, hardcore university relations um, that have been taking place in the most recent like eight or nine months or so. 
but um, I remember so Logan Logan Baxter, the um, the current president of the game club, when I um, started the program was was a huge help at the beginning. He walked me through um, what budgets would look like. He attempted to take esports and a. He tried to convince the school that because we had esports now, we could have a bigger budget. Um, and he also um, got us permission to use the logos, which was a really big thing um, at that time because the club had been a, had been founded for I would say probably eight or ten weeks, and we this couldn't is the esports club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we couldn't name our esports teams liberty yet and we couldn't use the liberty um the liberty logo on anything yet and that, i remember that was a really really big like our first university relations breakthrough because we we were able to rename the dota team from jerry's junglers to lu dota and then we were able to make <laughs> jerry's jungle that's fantastic i didn't yeah. know that, that was the original name <laughs> yeah it's that's actually pretty funny and um the counter-strike team was was a little bit less subtle because the original Counter Strike team was just called Flames, and we were able to, you know, switch that to LUCSGO afterwards. And then I think I think Paint has definitely done a lot more of the university relations when it comes to um, player. Um, how do I put it? Like like player relations and how to um, <laughs> turn it into more of like a varsity more recognized club and that was sort of sort of on my way out at the end of the second year is when those talks started happening so i'll definitely let jason pick it up from there yeah so there's whenever we the when i first came into the like took over the president position um one of the things that we were able to do is we actually rewrote the club's constitution that that semester in order to include like esports officially as a section of the club, rather than just kind of saying we're affiliated with the with the club, which that allowed us to be able to um, more fully integrate it into the club, and doing that meant that we had anytime the club had like a tabling event, they we had esports there right alongside it, advertising which we found a uh, we had a lot of our growth in students because of advertising we were able to do through the club and from there we eventually started it was very our like our connections with liberty was very spotty and then slowly grew stronger over time so like i think the first time we had an actual meeting with staff or faculty about esports was we went and talked to a professor i really liked uh, I think is he's one of the school divinity professors, and mentioned and talked to him some, saying, "Hey, esports is really cool, and it could be really strong as like a outreach opportunity." And in terms of getting new students to the school, yeah. So he actually helped us set up a meeting with who who was all there at that time. It was um, him, director of club sports, associate director of club sports. Um, Want somebody who worked for our old AD. Um, There's the a director of marketing there. Director of Liberty, director of marketing, and then Liberty, Liberty CIO. Yeah. So we he actually got us a meeting with 
basically the heads of a bunch of relevant departments. And that that was it was an interesting meeting and we were kind of told at I I don't remember what what semester this was, but we were kind of told at the time that they weren't really sure. They were kind of interested, but they weren't really sure if they were actually going to do anything with esports. And so they so but we kind of just kept running with what we were doing from there. And eventually we able we got back in contact with the the CIO and um, got back in contact with club sports and ever since then have been like slowly talking about what this could look like slowly um, talking about what what esports like needs and what it need um, what needs to keep growing and our kind of our hope is to eventually be able to take that into um, adding esports to club sports someday. Or, and be able to get a facility up and going. I feel um, like a lot of the university relations has kind of been uh, this ongoing conversation of, look, like we can be relevant if you let us, and uh, almost like like convincing the university that esports can be a, a worthwhile investment. I feel like that's been a difficult conversation to have. I've definitely uh, recognized some of the struggle uh, within that oh, conversation. Oh, yeah. It's... In, in a sense, I think, like, we've done some... I, I've been really proud of, like, the program that we've built so far. But in reality, what we've done is probably less than 10% of the potential things that, like, esports could be doing. As far as player skill and organization, competing at tournaments. Um, like, there's... Whenever we've basically been operating without a budget since day one and we still don't really have an esports budget i mean the game the gaming club gets a couple hundred dollars each semester from the student government body in order to spend on events and most but but, but most of that goes to the club's like charity event that it runs mm-hmm. each yeah. semester so there's that being the, extra life yeah so, and before we before we get off the topic of university relations, I just want to give a big shout out to uh, both Caleb and Jared, which is which was the student body president and vice president um, during our founding year, <laughs> and then also Jake and Derek, which was this, the president and vice president last year. Uh, they definitely were instrumental in helping us get our foot in the door with the university relations, and also just kind of understanding how the bureaucracy and liberty um um liberty employee politics works and we definitely learned a lot from them both teams of president and vice president oh yeah it was it was really because of jake that esports like came to the attention of president falwell that like he was he was instrumental in getting us noticed by like the very the very top faculty at liberty yeah, I'm very blessed that both of the years that I was there in charge of, of the club, the student body president was 100% on board, 100% um, um, supportive in, in everything that, that we were doing, and it, it was a huge help. It has been, um, you, you know, being, I, I definitely was a spectator more than being involved uh, at the beginning of last year, uh, and, and after kind of being <laughs> admittedly pseudo involved last year, uh, and then more involved this year with the program, 
it, it, it is a little frustrating to kind of see uh, how some other universities have doubled down on the idea of esports being relevant and um, something worthwhile um, to invest in as, as a university. Uh, some, of, some of the programs that are going on at, at uh, some other schools, I, I believe Harrisburg uh, being one of them, I think that's the name of the school, uh, they have a really awesome esports um, program, facilities, just uh, university support. Hopefully that's something that we can um, kind of see Liberty invest in a little bit more. I think that there's an awesome community of people who like playing games competitively. And, and, and that is becoming more and more mainstream as time goes on. And, and the conversation is uh, easier to convince the, uh, the, uh, the older generation that, look, this, like, this matters. Um, it, can bring in universe, or it can bring in students. Um, it's a huge marketing opportunity. Um, and people like people eat up this content and it, it can be beneficial, but yeah, to, I've, I've definitely as a spectator and being involved, like I've, I've, I've seen how that conversation has been, uh, difficult and at times frustrating. Uh, but I think it's, I think it's something that kind of just comes with the territory. Uh, we're not <laughs> the younger generation and maybe the students aren't the ones in charge, not the ones making the calls and to convince others of, that it is relevant is, is it's it's a difficult conversation to have oh yeah it's we've definitely had to do a lot of like whenever whenever we'd have a meeting with um a professor or faculty or something like that we we would have to spend time like putting together a pitch deck and thinking about what are what we're going to talk about and really a lot of our um whenever talking with faculty there's always a couple of things to diff- like to 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 a couple of different buttons to push with things like oh we have this massive we have a large student body that's in, involved in this um, being the largest club on campus and we have students that are getting jobs because of this whenever we partnered with Savage Apparel and got and they started making our jerseys they liked working with our graphic designer for those so much that they they now work with him regularly on projects, and then and we've seen uh, students who have taken part time coaching or um, worked with other esports programs in various capacities now, and and on top of all that, um, we've had just as whenever I was in high school and came to visit Liberty. What sold me was getting going to the gaming the gaming club's extra life event was the week the week that I was there as a high schooler and that event was why I came to Liberty it was because I love that gaming club community so much so it's it's that's a, awesome the gaming club and esports is a powerful like recruiting tool with all that I mean we've have in our Discord server we've got easily probably two dozen or more high schoolers who were looking you know junior seniors who were looking to find what college to go to and that's such a huge decision for them and they're choosing to come they're looking at liberty and choosing to come to liberty specifically because they met people in the sports program found them to be really awesome friends started competing like coming to some of our practices online and checking that out and realizing oh this is where i want to be there's, yeah. I mean, I can think of, there's two guys off the top of my head, um, NJZ and Flippin, 
um, both freshmen this year who are um, found our club as high schoolers, and now they're here competing in Dota and Rainbow Six. That's awesome. It's yeah, like you said, it can. I I think that uh, it it definitely can be a powerful recruiting tool, and um, yeah, it's awesome. So uh, I wanted to uh, kind of stray away from the topic of university sport. I feel like we touched on that enough, and uh, you know, close out uh, uh, th- this this week's episode with uh, a little bit of fun stories. Uh, I know that you two have been uh, kind of the leadership uh, with the program, so you've you've had your uh, toes dipped in many pools. Um, and you've been a, you've been a part of different projects and different different groups, different teams, and uh, different events. Uh, so whatever fun stories you guys uh, had that maybe uh, some of the other people within the program haven't heard. Um, specifically, uh, I know that we had our first LAN uh, our last year. Was that the first LAN tournament that we uh, attended? So. Do you actually do you want to take this, Jaden? Yeah, I can. Um, so, um, the interesting thing about Volan was, um, so on the side, um, while I was running Liberty Esports, um, me and and Jason um, both worked together starting the College Call of Duty League. So, this tournament had a <clears throat> had a Call of Duty tournament in it, and. Uh, the University of Tennessee actually asked me to run the Call of Duty portion of the event. So I I traveled there with Liberty Esports. Um, I helped the the Overwatch team and the Rainbow Six team kind of kind of kind of get on get on the their way. And then once I um, once I was confident that they were ready to per, to perform, I had to kind of dip and go to the other end of the venue, and I had to focus on running the eight to 10 team uh, Call of Duty tournament that we, that we had there. So I wasn't able to catch a lot of the action, but um, what I was able to catch of the, of the Overwatch tournament and of the Rainbow Six tournament, and then I was able to catch all of the Call of Duty tournament, obviously, um, definitely one of the most fun things that I've done in eSports so far. Yeah, Vol- Volan was our first like major land that we went to. There had been a couple of scattered ones where we had we had sent like League of Legends had gone to Old Dominion University for a very small tournament. I think there's only four teams there. Um, I went. I went with that group just to like see them compete. And then a little later on, they also went to George Mason for a tournament, which I didn't. I was. I didn't go to that one. And then, but Volan was the first time we had like a concentrated. Okay, multiple teams are going. We're wearing. We've got jerseys. And, and what set teams up. were those? Overwatch and Rainbow Six. Gotcha. Uh, we sent both of those guys, and we almost sent Call of Duty, but we backed out of that at the last minute. Uh, but so we had those two teams going, and Volan was interesting because it was the first time that there was a lot of universities involved at a land we were going to. Uh, east, the one downside to the East Coast is that co- compared to the West Coast, East Coast does not have a lot of esports tournaments like going on. And now they're slowly starting to get more, with Volan having been quite popular, um, with stuff happening in, like, Pittsburgh and uh, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., and plus with us trying to get one going in the spring. So it was, it was, it was a fantastic event, though, because it, there's, 
I had never been to a I've never I've never been to like a pro esports event. And while I've played in sports in high in high school a lot, I had never been to like a college competition, really like mm. a big one up till this point. And the kind of feeling of we had this they had this massive room set up with rows and rows of tables for computers and consoles, smash setups. They're showing the games up on big projectors around the room. And there I don't think I've ever had anything else like ever in my life match the the feeling of sitting with the Overwatch team and like neck and neck with our opponents and then like barely beating them out just like a 99% to 100% on the final map and like being able to jump up and yell and like the adrenaline going and fist bumping the guy next to you that I I don't know if I'd like that's I haven't had an event or something like that since that's been that like that hype and, and Jaden, I, I know that you, you've worked close with uh, the COD team, the COD guys. I know that you guys attended a, uh, you guys, you, you guys attended the, um, what was that tournament? Um, yeah, we went to a, um, a tournament called NJROD, which is a very famous uh, local event that's been happening in New Jersey for about the same amount of time that I've been alive. I, I want to say they've been, they've been throwing events since. 01 or 02 so i was like three years old when 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 they started yeah um that was really fun we had um four members of our cod a team and then one member of our cod b team played as a a fill-in that was a tremendous amount of fun it was about a a six-hour drive everybody piled in my suv and we made the drive spent the night at a hotel um placed okay um and if you've ever been to a Call of Duty event, especially an amateur one, there's lots of screaming, lots of yelling, lots of trash talk that other esports really don't experience. And it's just it's just a fun time. There's just adrenaline going, so much so much adrenaline from so many people pumped into one tiny room. And it's just yeah, a, it's, it's just an experience that you can't get other places. I remember you sending uh sending me some video clips of um just like the room uh, when that tournament was going on. I, I come from I come from Super Smash Bros. It's been my yeah, uh, it's been it's... my competitive game of choice for a long time, and it I, f- I feel like it's similar in some ways. Um, melee and 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 Smash in, in general is not it's not a game that you uh, typically play online. It's more of tournaments hosted in person. You gotta find your local scene. Uh, so there there is there's a, there's a decent amount of that in Smash because you just have to sit next to the player that you're playing. Um, but it, it almost feels like it almost feels like Call of Duty is this game that you play online, and COD's always been infamous for trash talking and swearing online. And then you f- you finally put these people in the same room together. I feel like it's almost like it's almost the perfect storm. Yeah, you can definitely compare the um, the small local grassroots events of COD to Smash events. There's definitely a lot of similarities, and actually. While we're here telling stories, there is a story that I wanted you to tell, Chris. Um, so, right, I said a couple weeks bef- before finals th- this past year, um, during the Call of Duty playoffs, uh, one of the one of our best players on our team wasn't able to make the first round of the playoffs. His work shift went a little bit late, and he wasn't able to make the first round. 
and we hadn't needed a sub so far in the league. So you had been on the Call of Duty team since January, and the game had been out since October, and it was now the end of it was the middle of April, like April twentieth or something like that. Yeah, I think so. And you and you hadn't gotten to play in a match yet because we hadn't needed our sub. And then I remember texting you on like a fifteen minutes notice. I'm like, hey, can you get on and play COD right now? What was that like? <laughs> hopping not even into a regular match, but a playoff match for your first ever CCO match. <laughs> I don't even know when the last time you had played COD before that day was. So yeah, so I. I at, at the very beginning of the whole, um, the whole like Call of Duty roster, um, and and I I really I really enjoyed Black Ops uh, Four when it came out. Um, was having fun playing with my, with my friends. I was I was pretty clean for 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 public matches. Uh, I definitely consider myself a better player. Um, then I I discovered that we had a COD team, and I was like, you know, what? yeah, I'll I'll try out for it. So I uh, tried out for it. Um, I was able to make the uh, substitute spot on the A team. Uh, which was pretty fun. I wouldn't be playing uh, in a lot of games as a substitute, um, and that worked pretty well with my schedule. Um, so, but I, I always knew that the potential of me playing could be there. So I practiced with these COD guys uh, a couple times, and they were just far and away better than me. Um, just like knowledge of the game, where to, specifically like where to aim, where like certain sight lines were. I just I always felt unprepared, like getting my getting my crosshairs up on the like they always had me for, at first shot so we, we, we practiced a couple of times but as as the call of duty season is it's in the spring um the game comes out in in late fall typically every year and then the uh the ccl season is during just the spring um and so kind of that spring semester my call of duty playing waned a little bit i played it here and there with some of my friends but uh i definitely wasn't practicing with uh the guys on the a team regularly uh, but I always knew that the potential of, of me being called to a game existed. Um, but I never, they never needed me um, for the most part. Uh, they were, they were able to just kind of play the games out themselves until, uh, until April uh, during the playoffs of uh, the CCL tournament. I got a text from from Jaden saying, "Hey, I was I was sitting downstairs uh, in my in my apartment. I was ready to have like a chill Saturday." or I think it was a Saturday, maybe it was a Sunday. I was just hanging out, kind of taking it easy, looking forward to kind of just cranking out some homework and relaxing, and I get this text and said, I need you to get on Call of Duty right now. We are down a player, and we're in the playoffs. And I just was like, well, this is my time to shine. <laughs> so I, I, I turn on my PS4, I get in the game, and wow, it was an experience. Like, to play on that such high-stakes uh like that high stakes match, um, and against such great players. I do you know what school I was playing against? Oh, I don't exactly remember. <laughs> I know one of them was Rutgers. Cause did you play in one match or two matches? I played in one match, and I okay. I want to say, was it Grand Grand something? Grand Canyon played last year. That was definitely one of them. Um, but I think Grand Canyon. So it wasn't specifically the playoffs. So what? Um, how the CCL worked last year is that the league was split up in, into four divisions, and the, the the number one and the number two seed from each division got into the playoffs automatically. But then the number three seed from each division had to go to a second tournament before the playoffs started, which we called the play-in. And that's actually what you played in, because um, LU Red came in third in the South Division. So... 
Um, I know who your first match in the in the playoff was, which was Onyx, but I don't remember who you guys played because the, the the day before playoffs was the play in, and that's what that's what you played in, and I don't exactly remember which team it was. But is there is there a vod of that 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 exists of of that match? I can try and find it, and and I'll get I'll I'll try I, and get I, it to you. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> All right, I so remember if I find it. I'm gonna find wherever that this podcast is is tweeted out. Hopefully on the on the Liberty Esports Twitter, and I'm gonna respond to that tweet with the vod if I can find it of Chris playing in the <laughs> CCL play-in tournament. I would I would love that. It, it was it was so fun. Um, it was it was it was fun to play with with guys who are, are spitting out comms and callouts and stuff. I I was absolutely um, a league behind them, um, but. I, I got a couple kills here and there. I, I, I it, it helped. It helped to have a fifth man in the tournament rather than just having four v five. But uh, it, uh, yeah, it didn't help that much. Uh, but it, it, it was, it was a ton of fun and uh, it, was, it was a great time. Well, if there's any other uh, stories you guys wanted to share, now's the time. If not, uh, we can, uh, we can go ahead and wrap this, uh, this episode up. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we wrap it up? No, I think I'm good. Thanks, Chris, Jaden. Yeah, I think I think I'm good. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys, for having me on. Um, there isn't really words that I can say that can wrap up my time and how much I enjoyed um, my time at Liberty Esports. Um, all, all my friends in college came from the club. Um, all my free time was devoted to the to, to the club, and I just loved doing it so much. And just the 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 ability to come back and talk on you guys' podcast is is really a lot of fun. So I thank you guys for that. Well, thank you, Jane. Thank you so much for all the work you put into it. And thanks for being on the podcast with me and Jason. Uh, this is the uh, the second recorded uh, episode of the Liberty Esports Podcast. And we hope that everyone has a great rest of their day. Thank you for tuning in. See you in two weeks.